Heat is energy, and when the heat goes into the climate system, it's going to increase extremes on both ends of the spectrum. The Mississippi River reached record low levels in the southern U.S. this fall, and that's caused big problems for the 60% of the U.S. grain harvest that's typically shipped down America's largest river. Climate expert Jeff Masters wrote about this for Yale Climate Communications, and he joins me now to talk about it. Hey, Jeff, welcome back to ClimateCast. Hey there, Paul. So about 82% of the contiguous United States is now either abnormally dry or in drought recently. Uh, That's the largest drought coverage I've seen since the U.S. Drought Monitor began in January 2000. What are some of the biggest specific drought impacts you're watching? Certainly shipping is majorly impacted on the Mississippi River. It's reached record low levels at about a 150 mile stretch from St. Louis down. And that's caused disruptions to barge traffic and Also, the drought, of course, is causing problems with agriculture. The National Weather Service is estimating over $9 billion in losses so far this year from drought, mostly due to agriculture, but also due to shipping concerns. Let's talk about some of the climate ties here. How much of this persistent drought pattern in the western and central U.S. is cyclical? How much is La Nina? And what are the climate change fingerprints here? Drought occurs naturally, of course, and when droughts do occur nowadays, we're in a hotter climate, so that means that your drought is going to be more intense. So you can ascribe you know, a certain percentage of the intensity of this drought and the longevity due to climate change. We don't have an exact number there, but probably 20-30% of this drought you can attribute to climate change. Jeff, you watch a lot of climate signals around the world and around the U.S. What's your take on what people should be looking for when they try to connect extreme weather events and climate that we're seeing unfold these days? People have to understand that heat is energy. And when the heat goes into the climate system, it's going to increase extremes on both ends of the spectrum. When you don't happen to get rain-bearing low-pressure systems moving through your area, the drought that occurs is going to be more intense because the hotter temperatures dry out vegetation more. But when you do happen to be on a storm track that gives you a lot of precipitation, those storms are going to be more intense and drop more rainfall because a hotter ocean will have more water vapor evaporating off of it, giving you more intense rainfall. And our cities, our farms are built under sort of this previous set of climate assumptions. What does that do in terms of stress to our systems as this new climate unfolds? It's a huge problem because not just our farms are designed for the old climate, our entire infrastructure, the transportation infrastructure, our cities that are built by the coast are designed for our 20th century climate. So we're having a lot of impacts all at once hitting multiple sectors of the economy And there's simply not enough money to go around to deal with all the expenses that are happening. So we really need to redesign our entire civilization for a new climate. It's just not going to work to try and pretend that the climate of the 20th century is still here. Jeff Masters, who, among other things, writes for Yale Climate Connections. Thanks for making us smarter about drought and climate today. You're welcome, Paul. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.